Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Monday night to you. Hope you had a tremendous weekend. Hope you had a great Monday, a great start to your week. Hope you enjoyed all the football. Damn it, we still have football going on right now. Out in Carolina. The New Orleans Saints leading the Panthers 13-9. Up in Pittsburgh, the Steelers leading the Browns 16-11. Carolina Panthers running out of time here. A little less than or just about five minutes left on the clock. Up in Pittsburgh, they're getting ready to head into halftime. We'll keep you up to date with all of the games as they continue to roll on. I'm going to roll on here with you for the next four hours. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody locked in and listening all over North America. Obviously, I said we're going to keep you up to date with these games tonight as we are being blessed, if, I, if you want to call it that, with two Monday night football games. Uh, a little bit different here. Bryce Young is the story of the Saints and the Panthers. Bryce Young still trying to get acclimated to life in the NFL with a subpar roster. And then meanwhile, we typically get a dogfight between two rivals in the AFC North. That's what we're getting tonight uh, between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Browns, even though the Browns have pretty much uh, got the short end of the stick historically here with the Steelers. And also terribly, 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 Nick Chubb goes down tonight. We ain't going to see this man until next year. Uh, Terrible, horrific knee injury. Nick Chubb goes down, and uh, we won't see this man for for quite some time unless he is – he's bionic. Had a knee injury. Mika Fitzpatrick dives into his knee, and let's just say Nick Chubb's knee bent inward almost at a 90-degree angle, not not something that, that anyone wants to see. We'll talk about a lot of the games that took place yesterday and over the weekend. Saturday night, big and bolder. Deion Sanders and his squad walk away with a victory against Colorado State. The game took forever. I don't care where you live, that game took forever. And then we have plenty of action here over the the Sunday, I should say, with the NFL as well. Last night we got a nightcap. Miami Dolphins beating the boring New England Patriots. We had more injuries. Saquon Barkley goes down to an ankle. Uh, Joe Burrow, it appears his calf strain, never fully healed. And so we got a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss here over the next four 
hours. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm also everywhere on the internet at JR Sport Brief. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And if you follow me there, you'd already know about everything that we're going to discuss tonight, including Patrick Mahomes. Let's just say he getting a lot of his money much, much sooner. Shep, how are you, man? Did you have a good weekend? I did, Joe. Thanks for asking, man. How about yourself? Sure. Just just busy, man. Just watching everything, trying to keep up with everything, falling asleep during some things. There was just so much to watch and pay attention to, you know, over the weekend. And even trying to identify, there's a few things that are probably going to be some themes for tonight. It's the injuries that we've seen, and now you can add Nick Chubb to the list. Uh, oh, man. And then it's just there's a whole hell of a lot of football. Patrick Mahomes gets paid, bounces back. The Bills bounce back. Was there anything in particular from the past, I don't know, 48-plus hours that you've taken a look at and that's caught your eyes shut? Yeah, I mean – Jeff, if I'm being honest, and I and I obviously you have this in the rundown, I know you're going to hit on this. Is I don't know if the Bengals are really looking after the calf of Joe Burrow. Um, I think there was a lot of murky details surrounding that, and this is obviously the second or third best quarterback on planet Earth. And to rush him out in the regular season, where there's already so much wear on tear on this guy, and he's been injury prone in the past, to put him in that situation, and Jared, there's even teammates of his that have come out and said this. And this is kind of going against the grain because you don't go against the franchise. We have heard from Bengals players saying, look, we think we've rushed we rushed him back. And so for the own players to say that, that's very disappointing. Yeah, well, it's, it's the Bengals. Yes, I mean, that's true. It's the Bengals, a.k.a. the Bungles. I mean, and then they gave him $55 million a season. So what can we expect? Uh, Mr. Brown wants to make sure that he goes out there and he earns every single buck. And I, I I watched a little bit of that, and it's just it, – it's unfortunate. I, I also did uh, pay attention to the, the New York City football teams, and I guess if we have one team that represents for New York State that actually plays in New York State, it would be the Bills. The Bills, they were able to bounce back after the, the one-week disaster where everyone thought that they were just going to basically fall into the depths of hell – and then the, the two New York City teams, it looked like they, they, they were both in for just uh, two L's. But the New York Jets held their end of the bargain up, and the Dallas Cowboys basically had their way with them. And the New York Giants, they realized that they are actually two halves to a football game because the New York Giants came back and they beat Arizona. So if, if we got to take a look at all the injuries in the world of sports, or at least the NFL, we know the guy who had the – Big calf strain, and then came back and tore his Achilles right out of the gate. It's Aaron Rodgers. And so that's the reason why, unfortunately, America, during America's Game of the Week, I guess that's Fox, which was on CBS yesterday, but people had to sit down and watch Zach Wilson just throw interceptions at the end of the game to just try to stay alive, to try to summon up anything. So the New York Jets lost to Dallas 30-10. to The Dallas Cowboys defense continues to look absolutely vicious and fast right out of the gate, right out of the gate. Michael Parsons was already up in the grill 
of Zach Wilson, who finished with 170 yards passing to only, well, damn it, one touchdown. So you know who, Garrett Wilson, who did the majority of the work. And then his interceptions, three of them at the end of the game, or two of them late, that just, just put things far, far ahead. For whatever reason, Coach Sala, I know the reason. He has to kiss his ass to maintain his confidence. Robert Sala said Zach Wilson was okay. Up until we had to force it, you know, I thought he did a really nice job. He, he had a, uh, that stri- the, the uh, strike route to um, Garrett for that big touchdown. I thought he did a really nice job at the end of half, uh, moving the chains, getting us some points. Um, it just, uh, like I said, it, uh, that team, when you have to get into a drop-back game with those guys consistently, it's not, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, they're going to they destroy you. Just throw Diggs back and throw Michael Parsons towards the quarterback, and the ball has to sail somewhere in the middle. Dak Prescott, he himself 255 yards passing, two touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, 143 yards receiving. Dak Prescott said, yeah, we still got more work to do. Coach uh, set out a, a goal, 28 completions. Obviously, we hit that. Um, run game did a great job. Uh, we've got to score more. We've got to get more touchdowns uh, rather than field goals. Um, but at the end of the day, in this league, it's about getting the job done and winning the game and being complimentary of your defense. And um, I think we did that. Uh, as you said, very efficient in, in ways. And um, But we left a lot out there still. I mean, that, that's the standard of this offense, standard of this team. Um, we expect to score touchdowns on every drive. And so when you don't do that, uh, you know, you, you're, you still haven't hit your goal, I guess you can say. So, um, yeah, a lot we can do better, but but overall a very efficient team win that uh, I'm proud of. It's hard to win in this league. Yeah, New York Jets defense is good too. Unfortunately, they were on the field almost the whole damn game. Dallas had the ball 42 minutes to the New York Jets 18. There wasn't a damn thing the Jets defense was going to do because the offense gave them no help so you heard Dak Prescott say that they they need to score more well congratulations to them they're going to take on the Arizona Cardinals the team that just gave up a 20 to nothing lead against the Giants the team that just choked leading 28 to 7 in the third the the New York Giants were the butt of so many jokes the first half of the game going into the third quarter of the game And then they came to life. Daniel Jones finishing with 321 yards, 59 yards. He had three total touchdowns, two throwing and two, one running. Saquon, one of those receiving touchdowns, or the only way, one of the receiving touchdowns, ran in one himself. And it took a game-winning field goal with 19 seconds left from Graham Gano to send the Giants off to a victory. And Arizona just choked this away. Joshua Dobbs still trying to figure out what winning looks like as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And so the Arizona Cardinals, congratulations. You, you, got, you got Dallas next. And I have a feeling that the Dallas Cowboys are going to start the season 3-0. and I'd go ahead and uh, put my money on that one. Unfortunately for the New York Giants, they don't have the same amount of time. They play Thursday against San Francisco. In San Francisco. This game, Thursday night, and I will be here live on the air following the game. Thursday night's game is likely going to be a bloodbath. 
San Francisco is going to tear the Giants to shreds. And unfortunately for the Giants, Saquon Barkley went down late with an ankle injury, an ankle sprain. And depending on who you ask, he could be out this week, a yeah, short week, Thursday to Sunday, Sunday, Thursday, short. Or he could be out for the next two weeks. And maybe this is why the New York Giants didn't want to pay Saquon Barkley. Maybe this is why the NFL, between Saquon and Chubb, they don't want to pay these running backs all this damn money. Brian Dayball asked about Saquon Barkley. It's the big, I don't know. I'm hopeful. Haven't talked to him this morning before he went to, to get further tests. But I don't want to speculate until I have the full uh, information whatever it is we'll we'll have a plan ready to go Uh, if he can play he can play and if he can't then we'll have you know the other guys prepared and ready to go okay those other guys ain't Saquon Barkley they don't have another guy who can fill in half of his damn shoes and so Daniel Jones Darren Waller hey guys prepare to be uh ran into the ground congratulations to the Bills though the Bills were able to go out and, and pick up a win. I know people were thrilled about that after uh, the disasters and uh, Stephon Diggs happy and his brother wanting him to leave and losing to a Rodgers-less Jets. And they beat the Raiders, as they should, 38-10. to 10. So a lot, a lot to discuss here over the next four hours. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. Shep just mentioned it. We're going to take a break. And on the other side, we're going to talk about another quarterback. Not looking good. No, he's not 39, 40 years old like Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he also had a a calf issue. And it's Joe Burrow. Unfortunately for the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't have not a damn thing to do with New York sports. Playing Ohio, obviously. But Joe Burrow is a quarterback with his own issues, and the biggest issue, he might not play. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Joe Burrow, his injury, and then I will give you an update on both Monday night football games. Yes, both games. Don't move. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Here come the Carolina Panthers. Out here wasting people's time, putting scares into people. They had all these people in Carolina show up to see the Panthers for them to do nothing but kick a bunch of field goals to do nothing but to get back into the game with about one minute and 15 seconds left in it. Right now, the New Orleans Saints lead Carolina 20-17. to 17. Okay, Adam Thielen was able to connect 
with Bryce Young for a touchdown. The Carolina Panthers were able to convert the two-point conversion, and now there is a minute and 16 left on the clock. Uh, Carolina has two timeouts left. The New Orleans Saints have one. And so now it's just a matter of whether or not New Orleans can just go out there and hold on to the damn ball. See if they can go out there and run down this clock. On that final score, where Bryce Young connects with Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen, 11 plays, 75 yards, a three-yard touchdown. So Bryce Young showing a little bit of something. It's, it's basically a welcome to the NFL for him. This is what this entire season is supposed to be. Still pedestrian passing numbers. They've had to throw the ball 33 times. He's only passed for 153 yards to go along with that one touchdown. He has been sacked four times tonight as Mr. Derek Carr has the ball and is trying his best to just get this clock. And he got himself a first down. Yeah, kudos to Carolina if they bounce back from this one. I don't I don't see it happening. Meanwhile, up in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Browns are back in action here to start the third quarter. 16-14, Pittsburgh leads the Browns. And before we went to break, I told you about another team up in the AFC North. Things things ain't looking good for them right now. That happens to be the team that is just trying to go back to another Super Bowl, and that happens to be those Cincinnati Bengals. Unfortunately, we know that Joe Burrow went down at the end of July with a calf strain. Didn't play, no preseason, so many question marks about his contract. He now makes more money than any quarterback in the NFL this season, uh, $55 million per year. Unfortunately, Joe Burrow and those Bengals, they lost to Baltimore, 27-24. to Joe Burrow, 222 yards passing, uh, two touchdowns to go along with an interception, and that's an improvement from the slot fest that he played in in the first game of the season against the Browns where he threw for 82 yards but was definitely hobbled running around with that that busted-up leg with that strained calf. Well, here's the deal. At the end of the game yesterday, the end of the game against Baltimore, he started to sit on the sidelines and try to get that damn, that muscle activated. And so afterwards, we found out that he strained his calf, that, that he aggravated his calf injury. And so we have no idea whether or not Joe Burrow is going to be eligible to be back in action next Monday night against the Rams, which would certainly be a, I don't know if you want to call it a a Super Bowl rematch, knowing that the game was two seasons ago now at this point. But the Bengals are now 0-2. It's how they started last season, except for the differences. They're 0-2, and Joe Burrow has a busted-up leg. It's a final score, by the way. In Carolina, the Saints beat the Panthers 20-17. to Is Bryce Young still getting acclimated to life in the NFL? Now, on the Bengals' side, Zach Taylor, he was asked about Joe Burrow and whether or not he's going to play and whether or not he's going to go out there until he's 100%. And this is what Zach Taylor had to say. I think, first of all, we got to hear what the doctors have to say before we, we start to – 
assume anything. So once we get that information, we have those figure out what we're going to do. That's what coaches say, right? Jamar Chase made a joke earlier in the offseason. At that point in time, it was a joke about Jamar Chase or, excuse me, Joe Burrow. He shouldn't play. They should just sit him out, wait until he's cool. But now Jamar Chase, he ain't, he ain't joking. Jamar Chase, he continued on, and he said, man, I wish Joe Burrow, I wish he got some rest, especially with this busted-up calf. You'd understand if it was like, hey, shut Joe down for a couple weeks to make sure he's 100% on the I other end of it. That from jump. No, but yeah. I mean, live and learn. Yeah, you, you live and you learn. Yeah, he, he wish he did that from, from jump. Nothing to joke about anymore, Jamar Chase. And unfortunately here, you go 0-2, there's an 11% chance for you to move forward and reach the postseason. And so for the Cincinnati Bengals, are they going to do that two consecutive seasons? I, I, I don't know if the odds are in their favor there. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Greg is calling from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Greg? Good evening, my friend, Mr. Positive. Hey, I said this about Joe uh, Burroughs. Uh, he came back too soon. That calf injury, that's where you... Uh, torque. That's where you explode off your toes and stuff like that, Chair. I knew that this was going to happen. Just between you and I, I think the season could be done for him because just like Aaron Rodgers, you know, you don't know how you're going to plant your foot, push off uh, to throw the right or the pass right and stuff like that and tackle. Those calves are very tricky. I mean, because it's so much use and wear and tear. That's why your shoulder and your back never heal the way it should because they're constantly in use no matter how much you try to prepare or try to uh, lessen the severity, ameliorate uh, the explosions and doing whatever so you're doing. You're you always bending forward. You're always throwing. I can understand thinking the Bengals are done this season. Yeah. You think Joe Burrow is done as well for the year already? Uh, Jer, I just – that it, it, it's 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 going to be lingering. It's um, it's going to be lingering. It's going to affect him. Hopefully, it's not. And I'm just glad that my Josh Allen proved himself again. You know how I was afraid, but uh, um, but uh, yeah, there's just and everybody love this man. Agents of inclusion always look out for Special Olympics. And real quick, chair, don't yes. tell anybody my birthday's this Saturday coming up. I'm getting old. Oh, well, happy almost birthday, Greg. You, you got you, a whole friend. week to celebrate, okay? You got it. Love you and have a great night. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate you for calling from Michigan. Hey, he's, uh, I hope he started celebrating last Saturday. That way he can actually go ahead and give himself an entire week. Now, look, I, I don't know if Joe Burrow, I, is he going to rest? I have no idea. Is he going to play on Monday night? I, I don't know. If he feels good enough, they may throw him out there. But then at the same time, are you now going to risk him further injuring him himself? Is it going to be the calf or is it now going to be an Achilles injury? And I'm not a doctor, but typically you put stress on one area of the body. Another area of the body has to overcompensate. And then typically that's how you get hurt. I mean, if and there's, there's a whole lot of ifs here. 
But would Aaron Rodgers would have suffered? Would he have suffered the same Achilles tear if he wasn't already dealing with a calf issue? No one knows. But you know what? Things, things do add up. And obviously his injury from the end of July is still lingering and still causing him, him pain here in September. The middle of September, the end of September, it's September 18th. We're moving into the, the bottom quarter of the month pretty much to, to wrap things up. And so as we have one AFC North matchup going on right now between the, the Browns and the Steelers, the Steelers currently lead 19-14. to 14. We could throw the Ravens still in there in the mix. But unfortunately for the Bengals, it's not looking good. And this is the this is the tricky decision. Do you want to concede this already? And when I say concede this, I'm talking about the division. I just told you the numbers. Since 1990, only 31 of 270 teams that started a year 0-2 went to the playoffs. I said 10%. My apologies. It's closer to 12%. The Cincinnati Bengals, they were one of the teams who did that last season. They started 0-2. They finished 12-4. They went to the AFC Championship game. And we saw what happened. They didn't get past the Kansas City Chiefs. Almost doesn't count. They'd be running a little too close to the fire if they wanted to do that again. And if Joe Burrow is not out there on Monday night against the Rams, the surprising Rams, I should say, with all of their young talent, Come on, man. 0-3 for the Bengals? They ain't winning 10 games in a row. They're not going to beat all of these other good teams in the AFC North to run right back to an AFC championship. I wouldn't be surprised if they threw Joe Burrow out there, whether it was a good idea, a bad idea, or anything in between. Pretty sad situation already for the Bengals. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You just heard Greg. Greg from Michigan talked about his Buffalo Bills and the fact that they won a game. Congratulations. They beat the Raiders 38-10. to Josh Allen woke up and remembered how to play quarterback. At least in the meantime, people will forget about the poor performance against the New York Jets and those turnovers. What we're going to do on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about these these Raiders getting beat down by the Buffalo Bills. And then we just had one Monday night football game end between the Saints and the Panthers. We're going to talk about that game and listen to some of the audio on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, JR. Uh, my first time calling you, and I find you to be an excellent guy to listen to, so good luck. I hope you never lose this slot because, uh, really, you're so bright and intelligent, and you cover it all, and I'm very happy to listen to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 
right before the break. I know we got two Monday Night Football games going on right now. The Cleveland Browns were able to put a score up on the board to take the lead over the Steelers 22-19. to About nine minutes left here in the third quarter. We'll keep you up to date on what's going on in the Steel City as Kenny Pickett has taken a sack. That's one game that we have to wait on to conclude. Right before we went to break, I shared with you that we already had a game that concluded, and that happens to be the New Orleans Saints up in Carolina. They hold off to beat the Panthers. The final score there, 20-17. to New Orleans, they moved to 2-0 and on the season. Carolina with their young quarterback, Bryce Young. They finish, and now they are now 0-2. Bryce Young, speaking of finishing, uh, had, a, had a score there, Adam Thielen, at the end of the game. Uh, at least making it close. Bryce Young finishes tonight, completing 22 of 33 passes, 153 yards to go with one touchdown. He was sacked four times, and Carolina, man, they, they really couldn't muster more than a field goal until they got that touchdown at the end of the game. And to be honest, this was a boring-ass game. I mean, in the modern NFL, how many 20 to 17 games do you typically see? Not a whole hell of a lot. And it really wasn't until the second half where we saw a little bit more action. Just a little bit. I mean, the halftime score was 6-3, to three, the Saints over the Panthers. You can thank Tony Jones Jr. for going out there and punching the ball in twice In the second half, he finished with only 34 yards rushing, but did have two touchdowns. I want you to take a listen to this first touchdown in the third quarter. It put the Saints up 13 to six. Both of these runs courtesy of the Saints radio network. Listen to the first one. First and goal at the two under center is Carr. Carr hands off to Tony Jones Jr. And Jones Jr. takes it down, waiting for the signal. The man feet are in the end zone. What are you Touchdown, throwing? Tony Jones. I told you it was a boring-ass game. It took Tony Jones punching in a, a touchdown at the goal line, a two-yarder, to even push the score up. What do you think people thought when he rushed for another one, putting the Saints up 20-9? to nine? Listen to this. At the two, brings Foster Morrow in motion. Tony Jones has it, cuts back, and Tony Jones scores his second touchdown of the game as he finally, the cutback works. He cuts it back, takes it in for the touchdown, and that is huge. Okay, now listen. With a score of 20-9, to everybody in Bank of America Stadium, all the Panther fans, they're standing around, they're cheering, they're happy, they're thrilled for Bryce Young, and then they left the stadium started to empty out. Like, people didn't give a damn anymore. They're like, why am I going to sit here? We're losing 20 to 9. I, I, I don't care about this, okay? That was that last Tony Jones score. That was with about three minutes left in the fourth quarter. But Carolina got the ball back. They went 75 yards down the field, led by Bryce Young. At least he showed a little bit of something tonight, showed everybody why he was selected number one overall. And then he found Adam Thielen for a three-yard touchdown pass. Unfortunately, maybe only the people there were there to witness it 
Folks from the Panthers Radio Network, listen. Young, shotgun snap, quick throw, right side, Thielen, reaching for the pylon, touchdown Carolina. And they will go for two here with 1.16 to go. Yeah, and they, they, they made it. Congratulations. The score was now 20-17. to 17. And so what do you do with a little more than a minute left on the clock? You got to kick them the ball, or do you? Take a listen to this. This was pretty much all she wrote after they uh, got the kick back. Listen to the Saints Radio Network. And this is the Johnny Hecker who's going to do the onside kick, and it's a hop. And I think DeMarco Jackson is the one who came up with it. The ball didn't take that high bounce that kickers on want to do, but DeMarco one, Jackson one, right one, there. Yeah, that was it. Shout-outs to Johnny Hecker. Great guy, by the way. Had a chance to hang out with him last year. Very nice guy. But look, Saints got the ball. Derek Carr was able to run for a first down right out of the gate. And that's all she wrote. But good for the Panthers fans. They were able to get out of downtown and escape some of the traffic already. Derek Carr, he spoke to ESPN following the game, and he showed love to the Saints defense for stopping Bryce Young and said, damn it, yeah, we stunk in the first half, but we got it together in the second. Listen to this. They do a great job, and I'm just proud of them. Glad that I'm on their team. Um, you know, like, like we talked about, they're, they're a big reason why I decided to come here. And uh, like I said in the production meeting, I don't, I don't have to be perfect for us to win. And I definitely wasn't in the first half. <laughs> what changed in the second half for you? Uh, we, we talked about some things. I, I, I told the guy, I told RC and Pete, I, said, I just, I'm going to play better. Um, I, I just need to play better, clean it all up, and we're going to win this game. And we were able to do that. Green Bay. Next for the New Orleans Saints. Green Bay lost. They choked away a victory against the Falcons yesterday. And for the Carolina Panthers, I mean, every game is basically going to be tough. It's going to be a struggle. They have to go up to Seattle. Good luck, Bryce Young, up in Seattle trying to get a play call out in one of the NFL's loudest stadiums. It's it's going to be tough to have a bounce back. This is just a, a year of learning for Bryce Young. I, I don't think anybody has any any real expectations uh, from him, really, really at all. His own coach, Frank Reich, he did speak not too long ago, and he says, our offense. Hey, Shep, did he really say this? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Frank Reich says. Paraphrasing, but yes. Frank Reich says the offense is uh, – is, is getting close to, to being explosive. Listen to this. Seen this before. It's not that far away. It looks bad, um, but really, I don't believe it's that far away. You know, we make a couple plays here. We um, are here and there, and next thing you know, you got 28, 30 points. I, just, I know that's true. I know we have the players and the coaches to do it. Um, I have zero doubt about that. It's just we have to execute better on offense. Shep, talk. I'm going to die. I got to drink some water. Say something, Shep. Well, I mean, JR, the reality is the point that we have to take away from this game is Bryce Young showed us something at the end. This is going to be a year of learning. There is a reason why number one overall draft picks, when they go to their respective franchise that rookie year, they have a winning percentage of under 40%. Frank Reich wants to sell you a pipe dream. That's why JR, for anybody listening right now, and there's a lot of you, is laughing his ass off. Yeah, I had to drink some water. 
Yeah, no, that that my voice is continuing to disappear off the face of the earth. Uh, here, listen. You sound good to me, by the way. Oh, thanks. It's it's painful speaking. It is. Here, here's the deal. You took the words out of my mouth because you you're a smart man and you know me well enough. It's true. Like Frank Reich could sit around and say whatever he wants to say, and and oh, who am I to tell Frank Reich anything? I didn't play quarterback in the NFL. I have not coached in the NFL like Frank Reich. Who, who am I to say anything? But the fact is, I, I don't look at this team and, and think explosive. Bryce Young has to learn. Yes, it was nice to see him go out there at the end of a game with Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, is, he can still play, but he's basically a reject at this point in time. He's on the Carolina Panthers because he is an older wide receiver that nobody wants to pay too much out of the ass. He's 33 years old. And that's why he had to sign with a team that just took up the number one overall pick. So let's spare me here with the, oh, we can score 30. Yeah, you could if Bryce Young was experienced. You know, maybe he'll put that up a couple of times throughout the course of the year. But, man, I, I don't look at Hayden Hurst, my apologies to Hayden Hurst, as my starting tight end and go, oh, my God, I'm explosive. Good luck. Uh, good luck to the Carolina Panthers, man. They have some work to do here throughout the course of the season. Now, if you do want an example of being explosive, let's take a look at a team that actually woke up yesterday after they got beat by an Aaron Rodgers list, New York Jets. The Buffalo Bills found the perfect opponent yesterday. The Bills beat up on the Raiders. The final score, 38 to 10. Josh Allen. Almost perfect, completing 31 of 37 passes, 274 yards, three touchdowns. You want to know what else? He did not throw an interception. You want to know what else? Josh Allen did not fumble the ball. James Cook rushed for 123 yards. Josh Allen didn't run More than three times. What a formula for success here with Buffalo. Stephon Diggs, I don't know. I guess he was complacent. 66 yards receiving. Gabe Davis, God bless him, stepped up 92 yards and a touchdown. And they smashed the Raiders, as they should. Jimmy Garoppolo threw two interceptions. Devontae Adams, 84 yards and a TD. But more importantly, nobody's expecting anything from the Raiders this season. Everything is all about Buffalo. And at least for one week, Josh Allen will get a damn break. Josh Allen spoke after the game, and he says, man, it wasn't just me. It was a team effort. Let our guys make some plays, and our guys did make some plays. You talk about Gabe Davis on fourth down after that really long drive, 10-minute drive, you know, catching a contested touchdown. Um, Latavius and Damian running the ball extremely hard. Jimbo going for over 100, catching a bunch of passes from the backfield. Um, you know, got guys in different positions, uh, and our guys made some plays. Yeah, and they got they got Washington next. And Washington, by the way, the Commanders are also a team that happen to be two and zero right now. They beat Denver, and that was a hell of a game, an interesting game. The game they almost choked away. They beat Denver 35 to 33. And after the game, I absolutely love that. Russell Wilson chastised by his uh, 
his own head coach, Sean Payton, saying that we need to do a better job communicating, getting the plays out. And you know what? We'll, we'll talk about that next hour because Russell Wilson is just – it's only early in the season, two games in, and he's already being coached in the – I don't know if I want to call it nicest way by Sean Payton. Denver Broncos, yeah, they almost doesn't count. But for the Buffalo Bills, congratulations to them. They got Washington – next and so as we continue on here throughout the night i'm looking at this game in the studio so much damn football (sighs) pittsburgh currently leading the browns oh no no not anymore the browns are now up 22 to 19 less than five minutes left here in the third the browns have the ball trying to put some more points up Already told you about the horrific, terrible injury to to Nick Chubb. I mean, those are the type of things that you – I look at it and go, man, I don't know why anybody goes out and plays football. Shep, did did you see that man's knee go the wrong damn way? Uh, You know what? I I didn't see it live, but you just hate this because running backs deserve better treatment, and this is what the owners are now going to continue to reinforce. You said at the beginning of the show, why Saquon didn't get his deal, why Jacobs didn't get his deal. Um, you know, you have Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey going on rants, even though they did get paid. This is not a good night for running backs. This is terrible. And Nick Chubb is easily one of the best five running backs in the NFL. In Cleveland, they hope to do something, Jr. because finally Deshaun Watson looks like he remembers how to play football again. Yeah, man, they, they're going to have to call up Adrian Peterson now, man. <laughs> you know what? He never retired. A lot like Larry Fitzgerald. Maybe Larry's doing uh, not doing anything besides the podcast. Uh, what is he doing? He's playing golf? Yeah. Larry and, and, Fitzgerald is somewhere? And the, and, the, and the let's go. Yeah. Oh, what does he do? Like three minutes? Uh, he might be four. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that, JR. Uh, the, 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 the point is... Whenever we play clips from that podcast, it's always of Brady. It's never of Larry Fitzgerald. So clearly, he's a really well-spoken, articulate man. Something is going on with Larry Fitzgerald in terms of that podcast. Looks like Jim Gray needs to be more of a team player. Oh, man. I came right back in time to uh, to throw the break. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to be back if I live. And we're going to talk Colorado, running backs, all that good stuff here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 